and I know you're quite fond of Brad, and I don't want to ruin your your um, opinion of him, but a couple of days ago, I saw him eat a sandwich with a knife and fork. <laughs> that just completely that is, unashamedly. That is, that is a complete not a misrepresentation of the that situation. That is not. That is not. Did you eat a sandwich with a knife and fork? Yes or no? I ate a steak yes sandwich. Yes or no? In a ciabatta bread with a knife and fork. Yes. Yeah. You ate a sandwich with a knife and fork. I did not eat you piece of shit. This is like the fucking Seinfeld episode where they're eating Snickers bars with an animal. No, it was outrageous. it was ridiculous. It was ludicrous. You're an animal, Brad. I'm an animal. You should have seen this kid. He was like fucking watching a hippo unhinge its jaw. Eating it normally, like <laughs> a oh, sandwich is supposed to be eaten. Alright, that was Dropkick Murphy's with The Boys Are Back. And tonight, the boys are back for one last episode in this long, long season three. That's right. Brad is a bad person. Mm-hmm. This is officially our 30th episode of the season. 31, if you include the Jeffrey Ep- Epstein episode. Reminder that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. And we've had a ball <laughs> making all these episodes. So we're going to have fun tonight recapping the season. Yeah, dirty 30, boys. <laughs> My name is Morgan, and I am joined, as always, by Lachlan. Hello. And Brad. Yes, the titular character. Who is, who is, was, and always will be a bad person. Mm-hmm. Correct. How are we tonight, guys? Uh, feeling I'm good. Feeling good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm excited to be uh, doing our encore here. Yeah, feeling loose. Ready to go. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. One of our um, regular listeners uh, has, you know, sponsored an episode. He's, he's sent us in a suggestion. He, uh, his name's Liam. So thank you for that, Liam. Mm-hmm. And he suggested some episode ideas and he also suggested that we switch up the segments. So, you know, if, from, from his message, it seems pretty clear that he's agreeing that Morgan's movie review is the best segment. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that's some serious want- uh, subtext you're reading into there. But yeah. He wants to know if it's the best segment because of its host or if because movie reviews are just inherently more interesting than beer reviews or power rankings. <laughs> so, we thought that tonight for our season recap, we will each do, we will each do all three segments. That's right. Cracking open a cold one mm. with the boys, Morgan's movie review and Brad power rankings. So That's right. We can decide definitively <laughs> which segment is the best. Yeah. And which segment host is the best? Uh-huh. <laughs> the answer to both questions is Lachlan. Ah, uh, sure, mate. I'm going to Michael Phelps this and just do a clean sweep, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think it I think it makes sense that we all start by cracking open a cold one with the boys because, you know, it's the start of the episode and fucking beers don't stay cold forever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we've got to crack them open while they're cold. So... Uh, Lachlan, do you want to show us how it's done? Do the first one. It's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. Colonial Brewing Company IPA. Enticing and quenching golden IPA. Waves of jammy tropical hops. Balanced (laughs) lingering bitterness. Australian owned. Australian made. Now, I'm not a big fan of IPAs. In that I have never had one that I have enjoyed. Oh, um, controversial. But you know the can's pretty cool. It's green and gold, Australian colours. It's got uh, it's got the kangaroo the, and the emu on it. What's the ABV on this bad boy? ABV alcohol by volume six and a half percent, which is strong pretty- for a beer. 
Yeah, uh, nearly, nearly two standard drinks in this can. Uh, and it's one of the cans where the whole mouth opens, which I like. Oh. Mm. Oh. I like that. Definitely. Putting the crack in crack and I'm going to go on with the boys there. There was a bit right. of foam in that as well. A bit foamy. There was a bit of head on there. It smells really fruity. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you are really fruity. Oh, no, it's no good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's not a fan of the IPAs this uh, Not at all You know, they're called India Pale Ales I think because they were brewed in England And they sent them to their, uh, you know, people in India And yep. they had to travel for so long on the boats and stuff that Yep, they, the extra uh, hops well, in know, them made them know, last longer mm. Yeah, they last longer Yeah, so that's why mm-hmm. And now it's just, people still love it Alright, uh, I'll go next Oh no, Brad, you go next it's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. Well, boys, uh, Steam Rail, the gold digger, golden ale. Steam oh, Rail. That's what I've got here, yeah. It's uh, Very nice. brewed and bottled in Australia. 4.5% alcohol, uh, 1.2 standard drinks. Mm. Comes with a little story. Legend has it that in the gold rush days in 1873, Ballarat saw a gold swindling dame grace the local public bars. She wooed gold from her victims by simply tempting them with it, with one too many of the finest local gold nails. Fair trade. Honey them. Yeah, she honey dicked them. Um, <laughs> no, she, she honey- knows what she's oh, doing. She's got the pot, Brad. Uh, <laughs> well, don't be crass. <laughs> uh, it's made in uh, Hawthorne in Victoria. Oh, so pretty close nice. to where we are. Local um, one. Um, yeah, pretty local. It's very, very close to where I am. All right, well, I guess I'll just uh, crack open this bad boy. It does not want to... Oh, there was not a great snap there. Oh, that's it, right? But to be fair, it's been in my fridge for about nine months, so... Okay. <laughs> Scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah, with this one. Been, no, he's been, been saving it. That one saving of those, it for uh, a special occasion. Those $10 pickups, so I was like, all right, and then I just haven't gone around to drinking it. it smells mm. good. I'm, uh, I'm going to give a little glug. Yeah, not bad, actually. I'm surprised I waited nine months to drink it. I, I'd, I'd give it a crack. Oh, oh, it's still fresh, then. That's good. Well, I don't know if that's off, but it tastes okay. <laughs> gets gets better with age. Yeah, yeah maybe. It doesn't really go off. I think it just gets flat. Hmm. Well, I've still got plenty of fizz. All right. Let's, let's do mine. It's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. All right. I've got... Great Uncle Kenny's multi-purpose, amazing Wackachangi Lager. Hey. hey. Now, you know I have uh, done this previously on the show. Have you done this bit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you I probably have. didn't do it properly then, so that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I, so, believe, I believe I said it was not bad, actually. Um, it's a lager. It's uh, from we New know. Zealand. But yep. let's not hold that against it. <laughs> um, it's exactly... 5% ABV. Nice round number there. Um, on the packaging, it says in large block letters, quite nice beer. So, mm-hmm. we'll see about that. So, it's not too full of itself. That's nice. Mm. Mm, the nose is very clean. It's light in <laughs> okay. colour. It's quite fizzy. 
Mm, I'm picking up hints of tropical fruits. <laughs> Which you're reading off uh, the label there. <laughs> here we go. Oh, he's got it in a stubby holder. Keeping it nice mm. and cold. So it's slightly heavier on the hops than most lagers. <laughs> I'm getting a strong bite on the front palate, just a little acidic and a little sour. Uh, getting a little citrus, maybe a bit of lime. And then the sweetness hits on the mid palate to really balance that out quite nicely. Um, the tropical <laughs> fruits are clearly up. present here. I'm getting maybe a hint of pineapple. Definitely a bit of passion fruit. Here we go. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, the finish is dry and crisp. It's a very pleasant beer. It's quite light and slightly fruity. You know, they're not overdoing it with the flavours. It's a very clean lager. Quite nice indeed. They weren't lying. Hmm. Oh, thanks for that, Mogs. That was, that was good. <laughs> Sounds like no I'd give it a go. <laughs> yeah, would recommend. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so we've each got to do a Morgan's movie review, and we've each got to do a Brad's Power Rankings. Are there uh-huh. any volunteers to do these segments first? Uh, no. Uh, I'm going to do my movie review then. Mm-hmm. Morgan. Morgan. Morgan's movie review with Morgan. <laughs> there you go, Morgan. Um, 47 Meters Down, 2017, mm. is a film about two women who go shark cage diving in oh, Mexico no. oh, with no. predictably horrifying results. This movie is essentially a 90-minute public service announcement to only go shark diving in first world countries, if at all. <laughs> The film stars Mandy Moore, only 17 years since she released Candy and Stole My Preteen Heart. The movie starts off promisingly as Mandy Moore is swimming in a pool in a revealing swimsuit, but she spends the rest of the movie in a modest wetsuit. I guess the director of this movie, Johannes Roberts, didn't feel the need to stick to the cliches of the shark exploitation movie genre, which is usually replete with spicy honeys in revealing bathing suits. What a shame. <laughs> Mandy and her friend hook up with some local fellas who convince them to go cage diving to check out great white sharks. When the mechanism holding the cage breaks, the chicas fall down to the <laughs> ocean floor, 47 metres below the surface. Oh. Something worth noting is that as soon as the ladies go underwater, we stay with them the whole time. There is no cutting back to the fellas on the boat panicking, no scenes of emergency services hearing about the accident. You really get the sense of being trapped down there with them. Anyway, while down there, they have to leave the cage constantly for various reasons, of course, but that gives us the thrill of watching them dodge sharks. When they aren't sidestepping great whites, they are having serious conversations in the cage, really putting the deep in deep and meaningful. (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly, the director, Johannes Roberts, somehow managed to make a movie about people trapped in a cage on the seafloor with sharks swimming above them. Pretty boring. (laughs) <laughs> I commend him for that. A few cheap thrills, but the characters weren't likable enough for me to hope they made it out safely. I don't regret watching it, but I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I think that's the epitome of a 5 out of 10. Mm. Right yeah, yeah. Right yeah. And that, of course, relates back to our Animal Attacks episode. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. all of our segments are going to try to be loosely based around something that, that we're recapping the in the season. Yeah. That's right. And- uh yeah, we did a whole episode on animal attacks, and we uh-huh. uh, I talked about sharks in that episode. 
And in fact, before my movie review in that episode, which was Lake Placid, uh, I ran through like fucking 40 shark <laughs> movies or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty All good. these ridiculous titles. Um, uh, yeah, and I did mention 47 meters down in that, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Nice uh-huh. little loop you've uh, come back to. Maybe I should watch all of them and do a Brad's Power Rankings of, like, the fucking 35 shark movies that I, <laughs> that I mentioned in that <laughs> episode. That's going to be a busy week. But speaking of previous episodes, guys, is there a, is there a favourite episode that you guys had from this season? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, funnily enough, you mentioned that. Mine is the Animal Attacks episode. Oh. oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed, like, well, not really enjoyed, but Killer Whales are fucked. And it was... My great honour to bring that PSA to the general public is just how, <laughs> how dangerous they are. And I just think in general it was a really good episode. We were all on point, mm. so to speak. Yeah, it yeah. was it was it was very long because we didn't want to stop talking about yeah. it, so we had to split yeah. it into split into. But you know, we're counting yeah. it as we're counting it as one episode. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, I, yeah, I, that's actually um, one of our most popular episodes this season. So hmm. uh, the audience agrees with you, Brad. Yeah, no, I, well, I mean, the fact that we had to split it into two, it just was flowing so nicely. And it was. Yeah, it was my favourite. It was, it was a good one to listen to as well, listen back to. I realised oh, after the, the fact shit that, that we... you were talking about, Lachlan, that was oh, fucking yeah. spooky as shit. Oh, I <laughs> fucking, hate fucking hate nightmares. Pods. They're, they're, not, they're not of this world. <laughs> they are not. But, uh, it's, it's I, so I realised realize after we recorded that episode that we spent like 90% of the time speaking about like water animals. Like, yeah. I, I did gorillas, <laughs> and that was the only animal that doesn't live in the water that we spoke about. <laughs> the ocean is a formidable place. It is. It is. Maybe we should do a uh, 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 redux, redux of, uh, yeah. animal attacks and talk about you know land dwelling animals only. Jungle shit. They just seem so tame in comparison. <laughs> well, when you're in the water, you have the added uh, fear of not being in your element. Yeah, that's right. Like, these animals that's right. are just like obviously at home, and they can just mm. mess you up. Yeah. What about you guys? What was your favorite episode? Uh, the one I always tell people to, to if if they're looking to get into Brad is a bad person, which you know most people sh- are. Let's be honest. Yeah, they um, should be. I tell them to start with heists because I think it's just a real good episode all round. Mm-hmm. I think we all we all did pretty well with our uh, our research. It's a good Morgan's movie review. It's a good Brad's power rankings. <laughs> yeah, mm. it's a good crack and a cold one with the boys, of course. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, they all are. I'm just spitting out gold here, but I, I think it's yeah. just our best. You know, there's other episodes that have. Better parts in them, but I think it's our best all round as a package episode. And it's really good. It's really good subject like content for us. I think you know yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Sort of has to, I think I'd say the same. I'd say to people listen to heists, or I say listen to cults because you know everybody's mm. interested in cults. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my cults was a good was- one, but I was woefully underprepared, so I don't like to point people to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I like them as well. But my favorite episode is the magic episode. Oh, uh, I don't. Know, I don't I didn't remember when we recorded it, it being so great. But when I listened back to it, I was just dying with laughter, like uh, like the last half of the whole episode. And especially when, of, of course, when Brad said uh, the street performer and oh, was just like God. sunk his head. And it was just like, I think it was the first time that uh, Brad said perform. And it was just, oh, fuck, it was funny. <laughs> 
So that I one was it, the most fun to listen so to. I hate that it's become a running joke as well. I, I swear that it's I'm only it become a running joke because Brad's so fucking dumb he can't say perform correctly. No. And it I, just you need to take that word out of your vocabulary. No, it it I'm saying it correctly. I just don't no. enunciate very well. I'm no, a bit of a no. mumbler. You're saying perform. Heck no, mumbling doesn't put one sound before another. <laughs> it does. It oh, god damn. I didn't realize you were a speech therapist. therapist yeah, that's get all fucking. Say, I clearly should be a speech therapist. <laughs> yeah, you're just an asshole. <laughs> <sighs> um, I just—if I, I was talking incorrectly, I would be embarrassed. I would want someone to correct me. I would definitely I told- want them to stop the flow of an episode just to yell at me. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I would like. <laughs> I told my friend uh, Andy that he should listen to the China episode as soon as it comes out because mm. he'll like it. And it's because mm. you know, Brad did his, um, Brad's power rankings on that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he said, why will I like it? Does Brad say perform? <laughs> and he said, any episode where Brad says perform is my favorite episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, See, the people love it. The yeah, people just, love it. Give the people no, I don't think they love that you don't speak English properly. I think they love the reaction that it gets. Yeah, either way. Yeah. Do, <laughs> like the, that wins a win. It wins a win, Brad, yeah, exactly. In the, in, the, in the last episode, or it might have been the one before, you said um, the word begun twice when it, it should have been began. You said something like, the people begun to notice or something like that. And Lachlan didn't pull you up on it, and I was just like, as soon as you said it, I wasn't going to say anything. But as soon as you said it, I just like looked straight over to my webcam. I was like, is he going to say anything? Is he going to say anything? I was so excited for Lachlan to have a go at you, but he didn't do it. I left him. Morgan asked me later on, I said, no, he's a lost cause. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be saved. I'm okay with being a lost cause, that's fine. All right, so uh, who wants to do the next segment? We've got three Bad's Power Rankings left, and we've got two Morgan's Movie Reviews left. I think Uh, we we should hit the Morgan's Movie Reviews. Yeah, yeah. Three in a row. Three in a row. All right. Who's going? I'll go. Morgan. Morgan. Morgan's Movie Review with Brad. (laughs) 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 You asked. All right, so... For my movie review this week, I decided to watch a documentary called Why Mexico is a Shithole and What Not to Do in the Event of a Shark Attack. Despite the catchy working title, the directors decided it was too much of a mouthful and instead went with the (laughs) release title of 47 Metres Down. (laughs) What? (laughs) You did not. Get bamboozled, Lock. Ah. Me and Morgs watched 47 Metres Down together. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, yes, as, as I'm sure you've heard from my co-host, 47 Metres Down is a shark-related thriller movie starring fictional spicy sisters Mandy Moore and Claire Holt. As someone who has a deep and healthy fear of sharks, I expected this movie to terrify <laughs> me, like Jaws or Deep Blue Sea. Unlike its predecessors, 47 Metres Down fails to adequately deliver on breasts or scares. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than waste your time with the movie, I'm sure Morgs has covered in depth, I'm going to roll the dice and instead just go through some fun facts that are tenuously related to the movie. Fun fact number one. Great white sharks give birth to live, fully developed young. Right out of the gate, these fuckers can kill. In fact, they've already killed. Great whites practice Ufeji, where they cannibalize their unborn siblings. 
Uh-huh. Their womb is a literal thunderdome, and only the most murderous <laughs> psychopaths make it to the ocean. Fun fact number two. 47 metres is 154.2 feet. Fun fact three. That was okay. a fun fact. That's a fun fact. I'm sure people were asking that question and didn't want to Google it themselves. Great whites can breach the water up to 10 feet in the air. This is achieved by them launching themselves out of the water at speeds up to 25 miles per hour. Great whites have been reported to breach onto boats' decks accidentally. Oh, no. And I, I looked this up. It's true. Happened in 2011 in South Africa. Oh, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact. <laughs> Number four. James Van Der Beek was cast and filmed uh, and actually filmed scenes in 47 metres down, but they cut him from the film. Oh, the beak. Yeah, the beak. Oh. Miss Dawson himself. Uh, fun fact number five. Great oh, white sharks are typically solitary creatures. That is, unless it's mating season. There have been mm. packs of sharks seen feeding together, with up to eight sharks feeding on the same carcass. So oh. that is a bad day out for whatever they got. Did you see them yeah. eating? Like, there was, a, there was a video in Australia <coughs> of great white sharks and saltwater crocodiles feasting on the same dead whale. Oh, oh. no. That's that's terrible. It's like there's like a bunch of crocs and a bunch of sharks all eating the same whale at the same time. It was fucking it's horrible. Intense. Fun fact number six: the bends or decompression sickness is caused by normally gaseous substances, i.e., nitrogen, coming into and out of solution in your blood while diving. If you rise too quickly, the gases can cause bubbles in your bloodstream. Uh, that's what kills you. Fun fact number oh. seven: great whites prefer medium to shallow depth waters. Humans typically prefer these as well. You do the math. <laughs> anyway, unfortunately, for 47 metres down, it just doesn't deliver. It has a creepy enough premise, decent enough lighting and visual effects, but the execution is lacking. A movie like this should easily be able to freak someone like me out, but it just didn't. It wasn't done badly enough to be a B-grade funny movie, and it wasn't yeah. written well enough to be Jaws. Uh-huh. Not enough people got sharked, and I was left more frustrated by the characters than fearing the sharks. One point for the spicy ladies, two points for the number of people sharked during the movie for a grand total of three out of ten. I know I'm being harsh, (laughs) but this movie had so much wasted potential and it doubly pisses me off because the production value was quite high. Save yourself the time and rewatch Jaws. Yeah, of course, Jaws uh, reviewed in last week's episode. Yeah, uh, exactly. My fiance, Shannon. Um, She gave it a pretty hard score of six out of ten. I would have given it a ten, but that's just me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I give it a six And a six Um, So Yeah, I see what you mean, Brad You probably We probably enjoyed it a similar amount But maybe your expectations were high And therefore you're like Fuck that Brad's just a very hard raider Mm. (laughs) I'm just very hard in general I also think it's very interesting, Brad That you're you, know, you do Brad's power rankings, and you're like, I've got to do a Morgan's movie review. Why not just do a power ranking during it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to throw in some uh, fun facts there because I, I knew that we were going to try and bamboozle Locke this week, which was, you know, plot successful. Yeah, um, you got me. Well done. Yeah, yeah, by both doing the same movie. And I was like, if I, like I go into depth about the movie like I know yeah. you're going to do, it's just going to be boring for people to listen to it twice. So I thought I'd throw in some tenuously on that. linked facts. Yeah, you really um, M. Night Shyamalan just with the, uh, <laughs> with the title at the start, Brad. Did yeah, well. uh, almost as hard as the M. Night Shyamalan ding-dong that was in the uh, the movie 47 Metres Down. Oh, Brad, spoilers. No, nah, well, fuck him. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a twist that isn't great, but that yeah. doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> could be. Yeah, I'm on to my second, um, what's it called? 
great uncle Ken great is multi-purpose, amazing. Multi-purpose. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a six pack um, in the fridge. Maybe I'll just get butt blasted and see where the night goes. You're gonna butt chug it or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, um, is there? You know, we've we've had a long season here. A lot of uh, mm, we great have. episodes. A lot of a lot of um, funny moments that we've all enjoyed. Do you? Uh, do you guys have any regrets though? Is there anything that you uh, you want to take back? I don't during this season. I don't regret anything I ever said. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. I never regret anything I say. Not even performance or performance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't regret do. it because you don't understand what you're doing. No, I do. I just don't care. There's a difference. I'm overwhelmed with apathy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do Deeply have one obsessed with that you don't care. One regret this season, and it is uh, looking up that Breitbart article with the guy's face missing. That was oh that's, yeah, that's that was me. That was I'm well, uh, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I'm currently drinking to forget. So <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah. I do have a regret. As yes. fantastic as this season has yeah. been. Um, I regret letting you motherfuckers force me to cut my disgusting story in Wildcard <laughs> 2, Electric Boogaloo. You sons of bitches, you thought the audience couldn't handle it, so you made me cut it out. <laughs> no, no, I think and I think, I think that the, uh, the loyal listeners of Brad is a Bad Person, uh, they're, you know, they're, they're better than that. They, they want to hear everything. I think it's more Good, that bad. I couldn't handle it, and yeah, I just didn't really want to be associated with shit like that. Yeah. Well, I, I look. <laughs> if you want to start your own podcast, locker where you read stories that aren't funny and they're just <laughs> disgusting, and you're just trying to make people, you know, kill themselves, then you can start that podcast, but don't well, do it on Brad as a bad person. If anyone wants to hear that full story, I can release it as a bonus episode. Yeah, I, I said we should Not release through it as the a Brad as a bad person. Episode. My main nah. issue was the the time that you spent reading. It was like fifteen minutes, <laughs> it was and you weren't even near minutes. the end. No, it was, it was like bamboozled. It was like speaking six of bamboozled. You fucking bamboozled us with the start of the fucking story because it was like you know this will take as long as it takes to hold your breath or something like that. That was yeah. just like, that was written in the story. I didn't yeah no, I didn't ad lib that. Yeah, and I know how the story works. And <laughs> 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 still, I was like, all right, this is gonna go for like a minute or two. And then you fucking ten minutes later, you just nah, it was like it was like five or six coming minutes. out of butts and stuff. It was oh, not spoilers. five or six minutes. Spoilers. You're an animal. Look, the, <laughs> when you got to the last part where he's stuck on the bottom of the pool, that was that was enough for me. I was I was done with that. That's a secret fear of mine that you exposed to the world. Um, I, that's another regret, I guess, is that I regret ever hearing you start talking about it before I took my headset off. That's my credo. No regrets. <laughs> I feel like I feel like half of this season was designed for you guys to try to make me quit the podcast with all the yeah, I think so. shit you've been talking yeah. about. I think so. It's so gross. Yeah. There's been so much like spooky stuff and so much gross stuff. It's just like mm. can we just talk about like conspiracy theories and cults and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wait, we just gloves- we're giving the people what they want. The gloves were off after said- the furry episode. And you know <laughs> You guys bamboozled me in the worst now, possible. That was way. fun. That was good fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a uh, great time. It ended uh, up being a great episode, but only because you guys are assholes. 
Mm. Yeah, you loved it, Brad. You didn't want it. Our audience didn't want it. We did it anyway, and it was fantastic. I was a defeated man by the end of that episode. But (laughs) (laughs) listening to it and looking back, it was was quite funny and well played. All right, Lucky, do you want to uh, do your movie review? Morgan. 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 Morgan's movie review with Lachlan. 47 meters down. No, I'm <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I thought you'd double bamboozle this. That would have been the worst. <laughs> no. Uh, Collateral 2004 is oh, an yes. excellent action thriller starring Tom Cruise uh, and Jamie Foxx. Unfortunately, I did not watch Collateral. I watched the <laughs> poor man's action comedy ripoff of Collateral. Stuba 2019 Ooh. stars what? Dave Bautista as Vic Manning, an LAPD detective obsessed with catching the heroin dealer who killed his partner, and Kumail Nanjiani as Stu Prasad, a mild-mannered Uber driver. The uh, the name comes from his name, Stu and Uber. Stuba. Stuba, yeah. Mm. Oh, that mm-hmm. sucks. Very, very clever. <laughs> I would have turned it off. <laughs> After running out of leads, Vic gets a tip on when and where Tejo, the heroin dealer, is going to be conducting a big drug deal out in the open. The perfect time for him to finally catch him. Unfortunately, Vic just had LASIK eye surgery that morning and is functionally <laughs> blind. But he's not going to let this opportunity pass. He tries to drive to his informant to get the details on the deal, but as he can't see, he crashes his car. Rather than call literally any other police officer, he calls an Uber and Stu picks him up. They get to... Yeah, of course. They get to Vic's destination and not understanding how Uber works because he's a boomer, he tells Stu to keep the meter running. (laughs) Desperate for a five-star rating... Stu chooses not to end the ride and waits. Mm. And that's pretty much the whole movie. Stu needs a five-star rating to keep his Uber job, so he keeps driving Vic from place to place and helping him with his incredibly illegal police work. There's a couple of subplots. Stu is in love with a girl who has him in the friend zone, and Vic doesn't give enough attention to his daughter, but they're uninteresting and mostly irrelevant. (laughs) I was really disappointed in Stuba. Kumail Nanjiani's deadpan quick wit is my favorite thing about the TV show Silicon Valley. But it doesn't work here. I guess he needs someone to bounce off. The chemistry between Nanjiani and Martin Starr in Silicon Valley is amazing, but Dave Batista just hasn't got it. See, Batista is great as Drax in The Guardians of the Galaxy and its sequel, but that's because Drax has absolutely no personality. It's just <laughs> Batista playing himself, but painted green. He's not a good actor. The Rock and, to a lesser extent, John Cena made the right decision in moving from wrestling to acting, but I really wish it hadn't started a trend. I feel like the movie could have been good (laughs) if they'd cast someone else's Vic. Maybe a tough but wisecracking Bruce Willis type rather than a bland (laughs) meathead. Or Tom Cruise. There were a couple of laughs, sure. But most of the jokes missed the mark and nothing was funny enough to distract from the uninspired paint-by-numbers plot. The action was somehow boring yet overly violent at the same time. Too visceral to be slapstick but not choreographed or filmed well enough to get the adrenaline pumping. There's also some really weird and abrupt tonal shifts throughout the movie. It seems like maybe the director was going for a dark comedy, but the dark and the comedy are too insulated from each other to work. 
One minute, Stu gets knocked out from having an empty gun thrown at his face, and the next, <laughs> Vic is choking a man to death while his daughter pleads with him to stop. <laughs> if, if Stu came on TV while I was on the couch, I'd flick around the channels for something better, but if I couldn't find anything else, I wouldn't turn the TV off. Four out of ten. Oh, yeah. oh, I got a fucking three or four and a five. That's right. Movies are getting fucking shredded this episode. <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, Stuba recently, actually. My girlfriend really likes it. Oh, but, what? Um, yeah, what What do you think? I think that the whole thing, like the whole plot doesn't make sense because with Hooper, you can just contact them and say, I've had a bad trip and you're not going to get a bad rating. Like, mm. It, it just doesn't. It, none of it makes sense. Why would you yeah, hang around? Dumb. Yeah, it just. It was you would just drive off. You would, it, who cares? Like uh, yeah. I don't know. The whole thing just didn't make any sense. Um, mm. I don't hate uh, Batista as much as you do, though. I I, I think he's, oh, he's funny not a sometimes. good. Act. He's not a good. I think actor. he's pretty funny sometimes. Mm. But you know, I think he's where not, the rock not was in this ten movie. years ago. He's where the rock was ten years ago. In ten years, he'll be a superstar making seventy five million dollars a year. Don't you worry. In ten years, the rock's first movie was Scorpion King. Yeah, but he'll still be more jacked than most. Well, does it count as the rock because he was just CGI? Oh no, that was the mummy. He was he was the Scorpion King, but then he was in the movie the Scorpion. The Scorpion King. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very confusing. Mm -hmm. Mm. Hard to keep up. Terribly confusing. Um. All right. So. You know, we've we've talked about a lot of stuff in mm-hmm. this season. Uh, you know, some time's passed since we've done some of the episodes. It's fucking been thirty weeks or, or longer. Thirty, yeah, thirty-one, whatever. I don't know, thirty weeks. A long time. It's been a while. Are there any uh, updates on any stories that Ooh, we yeah. uh, that we uh, need to make? I do. I have uh, I have an update as, as some relatively breaking news, although it won't be by the time this episode actually airs. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, it wasn't a regular episode, but since recording our episode on Epstein, it mm-hmm. has been determined unequivocally that his injuries could not have been sustained from hanging himself. He was, as a matter of fact, murdered. How do you get that? What do you mean, how do I get that? The, Who said the, that? The fucking, uh, what's his name? The the coroner. The coroner. This is the same coroner who did JFK, right? Yes. Yeah, I trust him. But yep. was it, didn't the original one say that it could have been either? Yeah, the, the the that wasn't this guy though. This guy's like a proper investigator. Yeah, but then that doesn't mean that it's unequivocal. It means one person it says it's a suicide and one person says it's <laughs> a No, 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 no. They've gone to morgues. The first, guy, the first guy. The first guy. just trying to get out some The first facts, guy yeah. wouldn't put down a cause of death at first. And then after a couple of days, he said it was suicide. They obviously got to him. Uh, yeah. made mm-hmm. him put it down as suicide. And now this guy, he's too famous for them to kill, I guess, um, has <laughs> said, no, it's definitely definitely not suicide. The injuries he sustained mm-hmm. couldn't have happened from him hanging himself. Mm. Fucking cover up. When I watched Jaws Unequivocally with, uh, murdered. Mm. When I watched Jaws with Shannon, the, um, the, the coroner at the start of the movie was like, yeah, that chick that was swimming in the ocean, she probably got eaten by a sh- Well, she got eaten by a shark. And then- the chief of police records it as a shark attack, uh-huh. and then the mayor comes down and goes, "No, no, 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 no! It wasn't a shark attack. Don't be silly. It was probably a boating accident." And he's got the coroner with him, and the coroner goes, "Yeah, yeah. My uh, my initial findings. I think I made a mistake. It was yep. it was probably a boat accident." Yep, <laughs> exactly the same thing here. Exactly the same thing here. <laughs> 
was the shark as well. Yeah, that's right. A shark <laughs> killed Epstein. Fucking hung him in his cell. We don't know. The cameras yeah. were out. They could have thrown a fucking shark in there with him. Who knows? Yeah, that whole thing. It, it, it's alarming how quickly people have forgotten about it as well. It's uh-huh. well, I like I like the internet uh, in the sense that <laughs> there are all these memes going out at the moment uh-huh. where the punchline of the meme is Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yep. So uh, they're keeping it alive. And, That's right. Uh, you know, Keep people it in are still memory. making jokes. People are still making jokes about uh, Prince Andrew and. Uh, making sure he doesn't get away with it, that sick motherfucker. So, um, yeah, we don't want this one to get memory hold. We want to keep no, pushing. No, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's they're, upsetting. They're banking on us it's, for getting it. It's upsetting that nobody is doing anything about it. Like, yeah. the people who actually can do something about it aren't doing anything. Yeah. Mm. Probably because they'll get suicided by the Clintons as well, if they do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brad, do you want to uh, do you want to do our first Brad's power ranking of the night? Yeah, absolutely. Brad's power rankings. All right, boys. Uh, <clears throat> the the original and the best is about to show you how it's done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And uh, this week, my power rankings are the top five Brad's power rankings this season. <laughs> Get a meta with it. Yep. Yeah. Just to start off with, what can I say? Every single one of them is an absolute masterclass in list compiling. <laughs> but I'll give you my personal top five favorites, all right? Which is really hard. It was hard to go back, and I was like, oh, that was a good one. Oh, uh, there that, is uh, definitely uh, a clear standout for number all one. All right. Um, so Everyone knows it. I've got little clips from each one, uh-huh. uh, which I'm going to ask you to play in a second, Lachlan. But, uh, uh-huh. This is a fucking circle jack. Number five was from our Micronations episode, and it was the top five shittest Macronations. So, Lachlan, yeah. you want to play number five for me? All right. Number three. Mexico. <laughs> if you've ever lived next to junkies You'll know how America feels <laughs> They're always screaming about some shit And if they're not fighting and killing themselves They're trying to break into your house And steal your shit <laughs> This is Mexico in a nutshell That's accurate The annual homicide rate is higher than Willie Nelson at a weed convention <laughs> You gave the world piñatas And for that we'll always be grateful but you really need to fuck off. <laughs> All our Mexico. <laughs> good food, though. Yeah, good food. Uh, <laughs> and this also, this just proves that I'm not just the only terrible person here because, Lachlan, you said some uh, pretty insensitive things there. But you, uh, did, uh, you did uh, recognise that they have, have good excellent food. food. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you complimented them. All right. Anyway, moving on to number four, which comes from our Dyatlov Pass incident episode. That is oh, yeah. the top five worst ways to die. Number two, caving. Oh, no. no. This shit no. is ridiculous. If you do listen. it and get trapped, you're dead. Why do you think they make such a big song and dance about it when someone is rescued? It's because the earth literally demanded blood and we defied it. <laughs> you remember that feeling of being crushed by your sibling as a kid? Now do that hundreds of meter underground and in pitch black. Oh, I don't like it. John Jones did. They even knew where he was and they couldn't pull him out. They eventually just left his body down there and sealed the cave. Good luck sleeping tonight. Good God. 
Like, I don't know. I'm having no. the yeah, same reaction now that I did then. <laughs> Weather? <laughs> no. Well, he was Australian like... and the kids were Thai, so. <laughs> was it really a fair trade? No. <laughs> you trying to make me look bad with this shit, Brad? <laughs> Luckily, there's a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a coincidence that every time I do one of these foul rankings, the worst comes out in you, Lachlan. No, I don't know. It's because you're agony one. Yeah, man. I know. It's pretty good, isn't it? Um, anyway, uh, so number three is from our Hacking the Odds episode, and it is top five biggest game show winners. You want to play that for us? All right. Number four. Brad kicking goals and filling holes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why these guys have weird nicknames. But, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Although Brad Ruder is technically the most winning game show contestant of all time, with a whopping $4,888,436 oh, of prize wow. money. He's not the top of this list because he only managed a measly $2.1 million in a single attempt. <laughs> Better luck next time, chump. Rookie numbers. <laughs> Rookie numbers. Got to pump those numbers up. up. Yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a good list. I, I enjoyed that one. A oh. um, couple of unusual nicknames, but, you know, game show winners are just weird dudes. <laughs> so, Punching darts and breaking hearts. Joking again, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to get the people interested and get them to go back and listen, right? You're trying to squeeze as much out of your jokes as you can. You're like, I had a good joke. I'm going to bring that up again. Exactly. All right. Anyway, number two comes from our crazy Japanese game shows, Ev, and it is our top five Japanese actresses. Yeah. Is it going to hmm? One to keep your eye on, boys. Is, this, is she a porn actress? <laughs> number four. <laughs> Momoka Nishina. Another relative newcomer to the scene, Momoka boasts two giant assets that many of her other, many of the others on this list don't. She can sing and dance. This double threat starred in twenty titles since her acting debut in twenty ten, including instant classics such as A Thousand Face Shower and Red Sword. Oh, oh God. <laughs> God. Number three, Tina. You see- <laughs> this award-winning actress often goes by Tina, Yusuke, or Rio. Whatever her name, she's an absolute dynamo. Debuting in 2002 in the critically underrated Vermillion Pleasure Night, she's gone on to shine in kids such as Hard Life and Stop the Bitch Campaign. At 32, she's one of the older actresses on this list, but she's still got some life in her yet. Uh, um, ah, speaking of updates, I've looked into Japanese actresses very thoroughly since... And I can tell you that these these five women from that episode are still at the top of their game. Um, still doing well. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy for them. And uh, number one, and I'm I'm hoping this is the one that you guys are thinking. Oh, of course. There's no there's no question. There's no question. It's from our heist episode. Oh, of course. And it's the top five best people to rob. Yeah, that makes sense, Brad. What's number three? Yeah, number three. Rolling on in. Differently abled people. <laughs> now, before you rub them, at least use the politically correct term for them. If you're going exactly. to rob and say a person, at least use the right term. We're a PC show here. Now, they're usually easy targets. Oh not always. Um, they're either often physically unable to defend themselves or potentially unable to tell they're being robbed. Fuck off. Oh, God. But they they can have that tasty government money 
which will require a, usually a less brute force technique and more of a con man style robbery. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's sort of violent okay. crime, so you get put away for yeah, not exactly. quite as long. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, probably the greatest example we've got as to why this episode is called, this, this show is called Brad is a Bad Person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on Definitely. full display there. Um, <laughs> You're on fire. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, said it, I said it in the very first episode we ever recorded, Flat Earth. Uh, does bad mean evil or does bad mean defective? And I think that was a good example of bad meaning evil and the, the sort of the sort of not being able to pronounce words correctly is like bad being defective. Yeah. It's bad in every sense of the word. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's my power rankings now this week. Good God. Oh. That was that was quite that was quite good. I. I yeah. Anytime I listen to the highest power rankings, it always just oh, makes so me laugh. Funny. Like that was so that funny. was so good. Uh, good episode. You though. don't hold back, Brad. I really like it. <laughs> I need to do my Especially, power rankings next. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you um if you want to release your job title or anything, but you know, <laughs> considering considering the the way you work, that is extra funny. <laughs> I need oh, to get in trouble. That's no, no, uh, good. Um, yeah. So, um, speaking of your power rankings, Brad, I was going to ask you guys what your favorite moments from the season was. And one of my favorite moments that I wrote down was Brad's power rankings, easiest people to rob. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that was one of the best moments for sure. Uh, uh, my, do you guys have any? My, 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 my favorite, one of my favorites has got to be the moment Brad realized that we'd. Pulled the wool over him when we were doing the fairies episode. That just—I could hear the pain in his voice. It was—it was—it was beautiful. Editing that episode was a pleasure because it just—it <laughs> just energized me for the whole week. Uh, I've got two favorite moments for the year that I can think of off the top of my head, which was. Uh, First one was in the Colts episode when Morgan actually got email correspondence from the Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was, was good. That was just genuinely amazing. Like it was, yeah, it was cool. that was very impressive. Yeah, you and got, even your the, reactions to that made it so good. Like yeah. you, you both were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, it blew my mind. It was so crazy. And then when, I didn't, I didn't tell you before the episode. I was nah. just like, "I'm going to spring this on him during the episode." And then the fact that like the next week when we did the Doomsday Prepper yeah. episode, I got some again. breaking news on Heaven's right. Gate yeah. that nobody ever knew before that there was an actual time frame that yeah. this recycling was supposed That's to. Right. It is so, criminal you know, that that episode hasn't blown up with the fact that it's 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 new information about one of the world's most infamous cults yeah yeah we got it on wikipedia it's on wikipedia that that's right you know mm. there was 30 years so it links to our website to say you know we got some brand new information that's right. so it is like this is one of the most famous death cults of all time mm-hmm. yeah you know after jonestown probably the most famous death cult yep. of all time and you know we broke some news on that. We got some That's information right. that nobody ever got, and we, we got it fucking be. twenty years after the fact, just because we could be bothered. Well, yeah. I could be bothered to email them <laughs> and ask him. Just you know, hey guy, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, yeah. What's, the, what's the dealio? Um, yeah, we should be no. we should be famous for that. We should, there should yeah. be there should be women sucking our dicks like twenty five eight. <laughs> Joe Rogan levels of famous is that what you're trying? That's to say? right. You yeah. ever tried DMT? Joe Rogan listeners. <laughs> Uh, uh, 
next favorite part of the season was actually discovering that you guys had you well you personally Lachlan had been reviewing the same beer for five weeks in a row <laughs> that was great fun that was when I realized when I was going oh, back and man. listening to episodes oh, and I listened to two of them in a row and I went hang on a second that sounds familiar <laughs> and then I went back and listened to each intro of the the last, like you're cracking over Cobalt with, with the boys for the last yeah. five episodes I realized that you were too <laughs> the Matilda Bay I'll never forget Matilda now. Bay frothy yeah Ah, uh, you are so. But it was uh, well played. <laughs> Made me look like a fucking that was, idiot. That was yep. good bamboozling. Yeah. Good bamboozling. Yeah. Putting yeah. the booze in bamboozling. <laughs> <laughs> so, so fucking late. So fucking late. Yeah. One of my other favorite moments was um, Lachlan getting annoyed at you and I, Brad, twice. Mm. Because, well, three times really, but one time because you and I were laughing about the Wicker Man for like three minutes <laughs> and he had to <laughs> he had to, he had to oh, cut don't out like do a it solid again. minute don't do it again he had, to cut out, he had to cut out like a solid minute of us laughing <sighs> about the Wicker Man because <laughs> I I talked about it in my movie review and just the fucking ridiculous uh, final few scenes of that movie yeah, it's just, such a good movie and then um, when we did we did the same thing talking about 50 first dates and Rob Schneider getting <laughs> yeah, stuck in the boat but you did it twice you did it in two different episodes about the same <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. scene it's <laughs> a funny scene <laughs> and now you cunts are gonna do it again I'm gonna have to fucking cut it out of the episode again like a, like a can you play that clip while we <laughs> God damn it. Play that clip for me. Play it. I will. That's my credo. No regrets. <laughs> I thought you meant the clip from the movie. No, no, no. Um, uh. And then I think we did it. Yeah, I think we did it another time. But uh-huh. um, yeah, I also really liked our Diatlov Pass episode. I thought that was a really good mm. episode. Brad, oh, Brad yeah. hosted the episode. First hosting job. Did a, did, a, did a really good job. That was uh, I really liked uh, researching that. I still to mm. this day read a- anything I can find on Dietlov Pass. I read. Yeah, Dietlov Pass is it's is so crazy. yeah it's- intriguing. I just will never we'll probably never know what happened, and that's what that's what I find so interesting about it. Yeah, there's not heaps of information out there. So when people have done like a full length podcast episode about mm. it, or like someone's done like a mini documentary about it, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that. I want to see what people think. Mm. Yeah, so, the uh, the um, Dietlov pass subreddit uh got a few positive comments on that episode oh, really? over there yeah yeah they were glad that someone had actually uh put out some decent content about it for once mm. and as you remember i came up with a theory that actually encompasses all <laughs> aspects <laughs> <laughs> i remember we were like half an hour before recording and i was like <laughs> I was just like, I've got a free half an hour. I should write a theory about yeah. it. What do I think happened? And I just started writing. And just like the most ridiculous shit started coming out. And then when I read it, I was laughing at myself because I forgot that I'd written yeah. all this mm. stupid shit. Oh, that was, that was a good theory there. Yeah. It did actually, I did actually manage to get almost every aspect of the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of the uh, story in there, you know. Yeah, you, you definitely hit all the points. I don't. I don't yeah. think anyone could dispute it after that. No. Um, just concrete. Uh, yeah, that was uh, it. Was crazy that episode. Um, I didn't know as much about it as you guys beforehand, and then you both said, "You know, you should." Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah, just after I've done expert. the Hulk yeah, Hogan. You host. It's, yeah. it's just after I'd done the Hulk Hogan Gawker episode, yeah. and I was like, 
I had time to go deep on the Hulk Hogan Gorka mm. thing. And I hosted it. I was like, Brad, if you've got time, fucking go nuts on Diablo Pass because that's a really interesting story. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. And then you hosted it and it was it was good. Well, yeah, I didn't know as much as you guys did. Yeah. Well, that, that's I just came up with a theory. That's the thing is that I, I really didn't know much about it, but you guys have both said it was like a crazy mystery. And I was like, oh, okay. And as I looked into it, yeah, it was, it was mm. fucking nuts. That's that right. It's a rabbit hole. Nuts. The, the yeah. deeper you go, the more confusing it gets. Yeah, no, it was it was really good fun to inch, like to to look at all the theories there and just break it down. Um, obviously, mm. sucks for Diatlov at his party, but yeah, it was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we actually we actually we actually got a comment on our uh, YouTube because we we put that episode on our YouTube. <laughs> we got called what was it? I think we got called disgusting because we were laughing about people that had died. Yeah, and uh, someone. Yeah. One of us anonymously replied back and said, too soon, question mark. And, As um, you can see, yeah, we took that feedback on board. Roasted and that we have never made fun of a dead person since then. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I was like, if you listen to the end, that was one of our most respectful episodes because at the end we do like <laughs> dedicate it to them and mm. say how sad and stuff it was. But, you yeah. know, to be fair, we were, we were being dicks before that. Um <laughs> Yeah, Lachlan, did you say you had to go next with your power rankings? Yep. Brad's power rankings with Lachlan. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking tried, I don't know. Now, this is... Um, that was good. This is kind of awkward. This isn't on purpose. <laughs> I actually you said didn't. to I said to Brad before we started recording, I said, wouldn't it be funny yeah. if like we all did the same thing for our power rankings? You did uh, it. For my power rankings. Top five Brad's power rankings. <laughs> oh no. Yes, it happened. <laughs> now I don't I don't have I didn't cut clips out like Brad has. Uh you know, I didn't go that in depth with it, but uh, my my top five are a little bit different to yours, Bradley. Mm. So uh, oh, yeah, just for so. anyone who doesn't know already, we don't tell each other what we're doing in the no, episode fuck at no. all. Yeah, no. we we want to just fucking bamboozle each other. And That's right. And somehow this is the this is the only time mm. I think that any of us have talked about the same thing. Yeah. Like know, obviously, yeah, you, I mean. you guys you guys plan to both do the yeah, same movie, yeah. but this is the first time it's happened. Accidentally, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Rolling on in, <laughs> rolling on in. At number Feels five, good to say, doesn't it? Worst fathers in history from episode twenty-one, <laughs> Great Escapes. <laughs> this is textbook BPR. Well-researched, funny, and insensitive. In classic Brad's Power Rankings fashion, the order of the rankings doesn't make any sense. Number three killed three people. <laughs> Number two killed one person, and number one didn't kill anybody at all. <laughs> Very funny stuff. Just a real bread and butter edition of Brad's Power Rankings. Yeah, I like that. Rolling on in at number four. <laughs> Top five 90s bangers from episode 28, China. Yeah. A lot of work went into this one, and it shows. Brad listened to every song released in the 90s in preparation. And once he decided on his top five, he even cut clips from the songs and added a nice little fade out at the end of each one. I may not agree with his choices, but I sure did get a big hit of nostalgia. Uh, Number three. 
Top five best forms of revenge from episode 12, <laughs> People Who Snapped. Yeah. This was the first time that Brad acknowledged that I was purposefully making him explain the premise of his power rankings just to be annoying. <laughs> from encouraging listeners to shit in a paper bag to literally inciting murder, Brad really outdid himself here. Bonus points for coming full circle at the end with the suggestion of killing the guy who shit on your doorstep. <laughs> Tied it all in. Number two. I told you you'd enjoy these power rankings, Brad. Oh, yeah. Um. Number two. Top five worst liars from episode 15, furries. This is a particular favorite because Brad went into the episode blind. We told him to do his power rankings on something to do with deception. Little did he realize he was the one being bamboozled. That's politics, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) At the same time, Brad was in fine form for this edition of BPR. Inciting murder once again, Brad did not hold back. Him roasting Lance Armstrong for his appearance in Dodgeball makes me giggle every time I think about it. (laughs) And finally, rolling on in at number one. Best people to rob slash burglarize from episode six. This one has it all. We hear the now famous intro for Brad's power rankings for the first time. We find out Brad received a cease and desist for his alleged plagiarism of the intro to Morgan's movie review. And Brad demonstrates why the show is called Brad is a Bad Person by saying some of the worst shit I have ever heard. (laughs) Rob children because they're an easy target. Rob women because you can physically intimidate them. (laughs) Rob the differently abled because they won't realize you're robbing them. (laughs) This edition of BPR had me in actual tears. I said it at the time that it was my favorite Brad's power rankings and it is yet to be topped. That's my power rankings for this week. That's a good list, mate. Not bad. Yeah, you can't, you yeah. can't beat that. It's, it's yeah. unanimous. That was yeah, not the last is a clear number one. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. I've uh, um, peaked. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you guys now if there's anything you want to clear up, Brad. Is there anything you want to take back from your fucking outrageous <laughs> 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 shit you said? Play it, Lockwood. That's my credo. No regrets. No regrets. That's my credo. Not even a single letter, bitch. <laughs> uh, what about you, Lucky? Do you want to clear up anything? I do. Um, I don't think it was made clear enough in our uh, episode on world records that it's only alleged that Roberto Esquivel Carrera stretched his penis <laughs> with weights. <laughs> you, Morgan, went on a tirade on social media, a campaign yeah. against Mr. Carrera. Uh, it's a claim made by Jonah Falcon, number two, perpetually number two, with absolutely no evidence backing it up. <laughs> I just want to make that clear to everyone. I think that's fair. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I feel a little bit like, I feel a little bit like, um, the fucking Pravda, you know, the Serbian <laughs> newspaper. Like, I, I run the social media, so I can just put out whatever the fuck I want, and you guys That's can't right. control it. Yes, so I can, I can talk State shit about media. Brad, which I've been, I've been known to do in the past. Uh-huh. You know, I can just, you know, totally ignore Lachlan's side of the story when I want to. <laughs> 
give my side of the story. Which you I think it's clear that this dirty, dirty Mexican (laughs) stretched his penis from a young age, and he just doesn't have a real dick. That is not true. That's not true. He's always got got it bandaged up, and if you look at the x-ray, it's kind of like the the shape of it's all deformed and stuff like that. This is, this is, is what is it when it's written, when it's spoken? Is it libel or slander? It's both. Fuck it. It's both. Because you post it on social media as well. It's libel and slander. (laughs) What's he going to do? Come after me. Come after me, Miguel. What's his name? Roberto Esquivel Carrera. Right. Yeah, come after me, Mr. Cabrera. Okay. <laughs> I think there is one thing I'd like to clarify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is that my description of a of a hippodrome was not <laughs> off base. <laughs> Alright? It's like it's a fucking stadium mixed The more with I listen to it, the angrier I get. I was on point with that description. <laughs> Who the fuck knows what a velodrome is? It's a fucking cycling arena. If God you know damn. what a velodrome is, you're going to know what a hippodrome is. If you don't know what oh, a hippodrome sure. is, how the sure fuck are you, you going to know what a velodrome is? They didn't have velodromes when they had hippodromes, mate. All right? <laughs> how, like, why are they related? They're not. So I was just trying to make it more modern for the people. All right? <laughs> <coughs> so I'm glad that we've clarified that, that my description was not poor. It was very poor. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Look, you know what? I'm going through all the other social the, media the problem- posts Morgs has made, and I'm going to find other things that I have grievances with. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to raise grievances right now. We're going to air grievances. The other problem is, Brad, that you said it's a cross between a fucking. <laughs> what did you say? A velodrome. A velodrome and a, and a stadium. A coliseum. coliseum. Oh, coliseum. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But then you went on to say, and a velodrome is. <laughs> so it's like you knew people weren't going to know what well, a velodrome no, was. Well, no, that's because you you asked, and a velodrome is, and I said, well, velodrome's for cycling. You should have I just said it was you. a long oval track for chariots inside a stadium. Done, easy. Oh, all right, well, bang bang, what? Chariots of fire shit. You know, <laughs> we get it. We get shit. it. While we're talking <laughs> about regrets, actually, that's my credo. No regrets. <laughs> um. <laughs> At the time of recording this, our Wildcard 3 episode has not aired yet. Uh, so I don't regret it yet, but by the time this episode comes out, I may regret having 3D printed a real gun <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> so worth it, though. Uh, Brad, Brad and I went to a uh, shooting range yesterday oh. to shoot some guns, oh. and I was very, I was very, very close to nicking a live bullet so you oh. could test it with your fucking, <laughs> with your fucking. Yeah. Um, For the record, thing, he was close. Was, he didn't actually do it. No, yeah. no, I didn't. And the the there was like an announcement over the loudspeaker. It was like anybody caught taking out a live round from this shooting range will. Um, be charged with a federal crime Ooh. and face, you know, fines of up to $20,000. And I was like, they're probably not going to check me, but I don't want to risk that. So. <laughs> yeah, it was, just a, it was just a 22 as well. It was like a tiny little bullet, but yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, did, I, I was thinking that. It's probably too small to fit in your fucking liberator. Yeah. You melted, definitely. Mm-hmm. I did. I did melt it. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. <laughs> I believe you, Quink. Uh I believe you. <laughs> For anyone please listening. Please don't shoot my dogs. Don't shoot my dogs, please. <laughs> Some, that's all I ask. Dog. Break the um, door down. Don't shoot the dogs. Unless they're eating a child. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the gun range was sick. That was, that was a good way to spend a couple of hours. Recommend uh, it. Luckily, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit out my Brad's power rankings. Oh, I'm so excited. 
Brad's Power Rankings with Morgan. Oh, that was really good. That sounded like it was, that was good. Good job, Brad. I had to do like 20 right. takes to get that. So just Top five Brad's Power Rankings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Please tell me it happened. Um, this Power Rankings doesn't necessarily really fit in with the recap idea of the season. Oh, okay. But... I promised myself if I ever get a chance to do a Brad's Power Rankings, I'd do it on this topic oh. because, um, you know, I just want to share this with the world. So, <laughs> okay. I'm getting alliterative with it and doing top 10 Trump tweets. Hey, <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it. Uh, so, so, I realized a while ago that if you search for worst Trump tweets, best Trump tweets, or funniest Trump tweets, you basically get the same ones. Because whether you love or hate Trump, these are his iconic tweets that everyone can get a giggle out of. Mm -hmm. You might be laughing at how ridiculous he is or how savage he is, but we can all agree that his tweets are thoroughly entertaining. Definitely. So. It's the best uh, thing about it. You know, I quite quite enjoy the man. He's quite anti-war. He's an isolationist like me, so I I enjoy him for that reason, but um, I also enjoy him for the fact that he just fucking roasts people on Twitter (laughs) like a madman. So, um, you know, he's Uh. he's, uh, not contributing to the war machine, but also, uh, you know, just lighting up Twitter at the same time. So, he's good for two two reasons. All right. Number 10, rolling on in. It's top 10. Rolling on in. Rolling on in. Every time I speak of the haters and losers, I do so with great love and affection. They cannot help the fact that they were born fucked up. (laughs) Seriously, a Trump tweet from 2014 before he announced running for president. But, uh, you know, this is one that people think that he didn't actually write. He actually wrote that. Yes, he did. Uh, Number nine. I heard poorly rated at Morning Joe speaks badly of me in brackets, don't watch anymore, then how come low IQ Crazy Micah, along with Psycho Joe, came to Mara Lago three nights in a row around New Year's Eve and insisted on joining me? She was bleeding badly from a facelift. I said no. (laughs) (laughs) This is just fucking outrageous. Uh... (laughs) Saying that a woman was bleeding badly from a facelift. There's no uh, no evidence for that, but um, just <laughs> can't disprove it. Either. <laughs> Number eight at share. I don't wear a rug; it's mine, and I promise not to talk about your massive plastic surgeries that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get wrecked. Oh fuck. Uh, Number seven. Uh, Donald Trump's had a bit of a feud with Bette Midler over the years, Mm -hmm. and uh, in 2012, he wrote, At Bette Midler talks about my hair, but I'm not allowed to talk about her ugly face or body. (laughs) So, so I won't. Is this a double standard? (laughs) (laughs) It's master levels of of tweeting. It's fantastic. Uh, As you'll see with this list, he has a habit of... uh, Telling people, I'm not going to talk about this yeah. as a way of bringing it up and insulting them for it. So, I promise, he said to Cher, I promise not to talk about your massive plastic surgeries that didn't work. And then with Ben Midler, he said, I'm not allowed to talk about her ugly face or body, so I won't. <laughs> and then uh, on the same day, he wrote, while Ben Midler is an extremely unattractive woman, I refuse <laughs> to say that because I always <laughs> insist on being politically correct. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, shit. He's a fucking animal. Fantastic. Uh, number six. 
The concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make <laughs> US manufacturing non-competitive. <laughs> oh, I think that shit. one speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, number five, uh, he's gone on a tear against Anthony Weiner. Oh, who was, um, yes, yep. I think he was the governor of New York, and he was married to Huma Aberdeen, which was uh, Hillary Clinton's and he's best now friend. A so convicted sex pest, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So Donald Trump wrote pervert alert <laughs> at Anthony Weiner is back on Twitter. All, girl- all girls under the age of eighteen block him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote at se- he wrote sexting pervert at Anthony Weiner has returned to Twitter. Parents of all underage girls should block him immediately. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, that's just a PSA. It's not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> danger. Weiner is a free man at twelve oh one oh. 12.01 a.m. He will be back sexting with a vengeance. All women remain on alert. <laughs> sexting with a vengeance. <laughs> I think I missed that Die Hard movie. Right, uh, number four. This is one of his most iconic for sure. Number four. Healthy young child goes to doctor. Gets pumped full of massive shot of vaccines. Doesn't feel good and changes. Autism. Many such cases. <laughs> Many such cases. <laughs> Did he actually? Many such cases. Many yeah, such yeah. Cases. Many such cases. Uh, yeah, he, he such used to be an anti vaxxer. He has changed his mind since then. People still use it. I had someone show me this tweet because they know that I love Trump. They showed me and they're like, oh my God, just support an anti vaxxer. And I said, you think I don't fucking know about that? He changed his stance on it years ago. But yeah, it's very funny. Many such cases is just such, such a cases. funny way to say it. <laughs> I support. I support hilarious tweets. Uh, right. Hilarious tweets. That's yeah. right. Um, number three. So he's doing a bit of the old uh, share and bet with yeah. insulting someone by telling you I wouldn't say this about <laughs> you. So this is this is like this is probably the uh, the best example of that. Why would Kim Jong Un insult me by calling me old? When I would never call him short and fat. <laughs> oh well, uh, I try so hard to be his friend, and maybe someday that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think they call it this. Isn't it like negging or something? <laughs> you yeah, that's right. This is that's right. This is twenty first century diplomacy. Yeah. You know, you just yeah. get oh, no. on Twitter and you insult <laughs> your enemy's looks, and uh, you know, no, you don't you don't insult them. He would never do that. No, exactly. He's talking about the things he wouldn't do. Of course. Mm. Mox, I would would never call you an autistic robot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I had a really hard time deciding between what would be number one and number two. Uh, But these these two were the clear standouts. (laughs) (laughs) So this one is from 2012, long before he started running for president. Mm -hmm. And it's a very simple tweet. Got a lot of likes. I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's a fucking stand-up comedian. Uh, Yep, yep. Just observational comedy. Exactly. That's beautiful. Uh, That was a classic. And before I get to number one, um, I'd just like to do a couple of honorable mentions here. Okay. Uh, one that didn't make a list was um, Trump eating a taco bowl and giving a thumbs up. <laughs> oh, on the no. Oh, he said, I love that. Happy Cinco de Mayo. The best taco bowls are made in Trump Tower Grill. I love Hispanics. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the Hispanics. 
<laughs> this was uh, the um, context makes it even better because this was during his whole, you know, uh, tirade against the Mexicans. They're and, sending yeah. rapists. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They're not sending the best. They're sending rapists, and yeah, some of them I assume are good people. And everyone was jumping on him saying he hates all Mexican people, <laughs> saying all Mexicans <laughs> are rapists. Love Hispanics. <laughs> yeah, he loves Hispanics. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Another another great example of 21st century diplomacy was when he tweeted in all caps to the Iranian president, oh, to Iranian president Rouhani in caps, never ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. <laughs> we are no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious. <laughs> <laughs> And sending that out as a tweet is just- Yeah. It's, it's so- It's ludicrous. You can't- not, you can't. It's just- yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to send those it's, through like political communiques and shit, aren't you? Uh, it's just it's so not presidential. Yeah, that's why it's, yeah, it's very. It's just perfect. Very uh, aggressive. So good. And then uh, this one shortly after the election, which was an amazing troll, because everyone knows that Donald Trump won the election because mm-hmm. of the Electoral College in America. Yep. He didn't win the popular vote. That's right. So he wrote, in addition to winning the Electoral College in a landslide, I won the popular <laughs> vote. If you deduct the millions of people who voted illegally. <laughs> no, no, no evidence for that. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, number one. I could write a thousand words on why. Rolling I could on write in. a thousand words on why this tweet is so hilarious. There's just so many levels and elements to it that make it amazing. So, the woman that uh, created the Huffington Post was named Ariana Huffington. Mm-hmm. At Ariana Huffington is unattractive both inside oh, and out. <laughs> I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. <laughs> <laughs> he made a good decision. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The, the, what a savage. The fact that he adds, the fact that he adds her at the start of the tweet. Yeah, so she's not actually talking it. to her. He's talking about her, about but he still yeah. adds her. Yeah. And then, oh. uh, you know, just implying that, you know, she drove her husband to homosexuality. Fantastic. And then um, that he made a good decision. <laughs> it's, what a oh. man. It's, he's, he's, a, he's just brutal. King of Fucking Twitter. Just, his tweets have layers. Like, you know, onions right. have layers, his tweets have layers. And peel them back and you find another one. That It's beautiful. That's right. It's fantastic. <clears throat> it's just classic. I know, I know it didn't really have anything to do with the season that we just did, but um, couldn't resist doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, uh, if you don't like Trump, that's totally fair. It's totally understandable that people don't like Trump. And if you don't like him, then you just got to laugh at him for 10 tweets that's about right. how ridiculous he is. That's right. So, we all get to enjoy it. Yeah, it's a win-win. It is, yeah. Exactly. Um, guys, I realized something that our um, that our topical episodes in this season did really well. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say topical, I'm talking about the Jeffrey Epstein episode. The yep, that did really Chernobyl well. The episode. That did very well as well. And uh, the China episode is off to a pretty good start as well. Coincidence? Well, I'm thinking, <laughs> should we try to do more topical episodes <laughs> in season four? <laughs> You're going to make me say <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with it. Um, Give the people what they want. That's yeah, right. I think that's what we should do. I mean, obviously have a few other episodes on there. Backburner as ideas in case something's not really happening in the news cycle that week. But Oh, there's always something happening. Yeah, there's always something happening. There's always something going on. Yeah. But uh, Lachlan's getting really quick at editing. Mm. You know, There's oh, been a few times where we've recorded- Banging them out, baby. Bang, bang, bang. There's been a few times where we've recorded on a Sunday night and then he's got it 
you know, ready to listen um, what, Tuesday, on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. The the Epstein episode, fuck, we recorded that. I immediately, like, it. it I, I uploaded that episode, I think, about four hours after we started recording. Yeah. Yeah, you could. You we were all planning on doing it the next day, but yeah. you couldn't help oh, yourself. Couldn't hold myself back. I was just was very passionate about it. I hope that guy fucking rots in hell. Rot in piss, as they would say. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so that that was that was a good episode. I'm glad so, that we did that. And, some um, episodes are more difficult to edit than others. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> if you guys saw what goes on behind the scenes here, it's uh, oh, we, ma- we make lots of Ernie's money. I have a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of outtakes saved that uh, you know, I'll release <laughs> yeah, as a bonus a, episode one day. You've got a mountain of dirt that you could bury with, me, <laughs> and I will never betray you. Well. I'm I'm I feel like I'm always pretty well behaved when we're doing the episode, but I forget that um you know before we start the episode and after we finish the episode we're still actually recording, yeah, so Lachlan right. actually gets that part of the audio. <laughs> mm. So I'm saying like all this ridiculous shit that I should not be saying, um just not during the actual episode. That's right. So the audience Lachlan's probably got- the audience probably think you're a very uh, rational, calm, level-headed person. But, uh, no, some cunt, some cunt on Reddit was like, Morgan is a bad person. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he sees through you. Yeah. He sees through you. Exactly. What a man. If you're listening right now, whoever you are, you are, <laughs> maybe you it was hit just, the nail on the head. Maybe it was just yeah. Brad using an alt account. <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> swing yeah, the comment from. Here's a comment from again. It was like, this is a burner three or something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually remember it was Hamlin Hood's. That's I don't right, know why yeah. that stuck in my brain, but uh, yeah, I remember. Is that like Hamlin Heights in Geelong? Well, that's mm. what I thought because it's. I think maybe they went shopping where I work and saw one of the stickers because that's kind of in the same area. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, or it's one of our dickhead friends. By the way, school, if anyone wants uh, wants some stickers, I still got shitloads left. Uh, you know, send us an email. I will send you stickers for free. Postage yeah, pay. You don't have to tell your friends to listen. You just That's put a right. sticker on their put fucking a sticker house. On, yeah. <laughs> put a sticker on the back of their car. I did that to one of my friends and it like the rain came off and it's just sticky residue now. They're really pissed off about it. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Good I'd fucking kill you. Classic stitch up. I would fucking kill you. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right. Well, we're about to uh, finish up our third season of Brad is a Bad Person. Mm. What do you think's in store for... Season four, a bit more of the same. Do you think we've hit our groove here in season I think, three? I think we've really hit our stride. We've found found what works now, I think. Uh, and, you know, not to get too uh, technical about it, but the numbers really show that we're doing well now. October, just last month, was our best month ever yeah. uh, as month. far as listens go. So, I think probably a shame that we're ending it now, uh, just as we're starting <laughs> to really pick up some steam, but... Yeah, life happens. Uh, Morgan's going to go overseas very shortly. I have a brand new baby boy who probably will have been born. But fuck, I hope he's been born by the time this episode goes up. My wife is (laughs) fucking huge. Um, (laughs) Little baby Morgan. That's Mm. right. That's right. So we need to we need to take a bit of a break. But uh, we will we will definitely be back. That's and, uh, what we should do, is we should have the listeners vote on your baby's name. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and I think no. it should be Brad. Absolutely Baby not. Baby McBady face. <laughs> Absolutely um. not. But uh, I, I, I want to assure you guys listening that the gap between seasons three and four will be much shorter than the gap between seasons two and three. I think that was... 
was and over, one and two. That was over six months, I think. Season two and three was our biggest gap, I'm pretty sure. Um, but we'll be yeah. we'll be back in the early months of but, 2020. Yeah, you know we we've been releasing episodes weekly here. Weekly, know, so baby. We've been we've been you know really busting our butts. We to have been get these cranking episodes out. these episodes out. So yeah, we um we'll we'll come back and we'll do more episodes in this format. Mm-hmm. I think we like this format here where we do um you know uh you know a segment each on the same sort of topic yep. and uh, you know. I think it makes sense. I think our fans like it. Um, we got some other ideas. We can't keep going, but we got some yeah, more deep dive ideas. Oh, we got we got so many ideas. Yeah. We're just bursting. We got too ideas. many ideas, really. Yeah, we need to start we... a second podcast for our other ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but we still do want people to send in ideas because occasionally they're like oh, really absolutely. good ones that they get the juices flowing and we just jump on them. But um, oh yeah, yeah, we do have a ton of ideas. We have a spreadsheet, man. That's how you know shit's real when you're fucking doing adult right. spreadsheeting and shit. Getting hardcore with it, but you know, during the off season, we're gonna need to see those numbers keep climbing. That's gonna give us motivation to come back. So you got to tell all your dickhead friends to listen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, you tell you'll them. think this is good. You you'll tell enjoy them. this. Listen yeah. from episode one to episode thirty in a row. You got to binge listen, like pretend it's Netflix, but you know, you, I don't know. You can look at Better. something else. You still got to listen, so don't read other stuff because you can't. You know, multitasking isn't really a thing. Um, so stare at a wall while you listen for all thirty episodes. <laughs> If you know a friend who drives a lot, go. You know, look, I know driving is kind of boring. Actually, yeah, that's a hilarious podcast. Yeah, I, yeah. I listen to podcasts while I drive. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of boring and it doesn't require all your attention. So podcasts are perfect. That's right. That's right. well, if you drive the same route every day, it's yeah, it's all muscle yeah. memory. My my car drives itself. I've got. I could drive to work with my eyes closed. Yeah, and lane assist, adaptive cruise control. I, d- I don't even drive anymore. Do you want to give away a mug? Yeah, yeah sure. let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, I've got I got two ideas to give away a mug. You guys oh, okay. decide on which, or um, we do both. Fuck it, we'll we do both. Mugs. Let's do yeah, it live. We'll do both. All right, we'll do it live. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. First person to send in to us the only song in this season that we doubled up on for oh, an intro. Yeah, song. good Ooh, one. We've done thirty. We've done thirty episodes. We've used twenty nine intro songs. Mm-hmm. We used yep. one song twice. You'd, yep. You email. You'd fucking get us on Facebook. Email. Whatever. Reddit. Whoever first gets person, in first. Yeah. Yeah. Gets a mug. And number two, uh, I might regret this considering the postage bill, but I'll pay for it. <laughs> um, the person who lives furthest away from Melbourne, Victoria, I'll send you a mug. Oh, a listener in the furthest away place. Yeah. So you you send me. You think oh, I live pretty far away from that? I live in fucking Canada or some shit like that. You send me. You know some proof. Of mm. your location, maybe you probably you know, your, your post, postal address because that's where you're gonna have to no, send the mug. That's not proof. That's where you're gonna have to send the mug. Yeah, I could just be sending it to their friend. <laughs> okay. You gotta take a snapshot, a screenshot of your phone with like a map on it. Yeah, it's, it's just prove prove where you live. Yeah, and I'll send you a mug <laughs> yeah. if you're the furthest living away. Yeah, you okay. Can comment get in comment on our Facebook post. Yeah, everyone can comment there and say you know just one up each other. So and then. Whoever says they're the first, they can prove it. Prove it. And if if you get a mug, you get like as many stickers that will fit in that mug. Oh yeah. baby, that's a lot of stickers. <laughs> and they're good stickers. They are yeah. quality stickers. They stay stuck. They don't come off. Mm. <laughs> Which for us is a great thing. For the people whose property we're sticking them on, 
probably not so happy about it. But, <laughs> you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Uh, any final, uh, you know, bring back season one segment here. Oh, any final thoughts final before thoughts. we Oh, uh, man, we haven't done, done final thoughts for a while. Um, I think overall this season's been good quality, boys. Just we brought the bands and it's been good. In the journey of life, you have ups <laughs> and you have downs. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know any yeah. like. You didn't know uh, where you were going with that. I don't, I don't know any philosophical proverbs, but I just, yeah, I just want to do say it. We're not entirely happy about ending the season now. Not to say that we're sad about it. We've gone for a long time. Just the next few months are going to be too busy for us to yeah. continue. There's no way we can keep up. No, no, that's right. Uh, yeah, Morgan's going to be overseas. We we won't be able to record for a while. So. Um, but we're, we're you- definitely coming back. We're, we're really enjoying yeah. this. Um, it's good fun. And we think you guys are really enjoying it as well. So, yeah, you know, we um, just keep everyone happy. Yeah, don't forget about us. I think a lot of the episodes that we put out are really high quality and, uh, you know, oh. I'm proud of the, the content that we're making here. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Brad was saying to me just the other day that he, he thinks we got really high production values compared to uh, other similar podcasts. Uh, my final thoughts for the season, uh, a gift to you guys, oh, a gift to Lachlan and Brad. Oh. You guys always you guys always make uh, fun of me for being a robot and being autistic. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. So, I'm going to share with you <laughs> the most autistic robot of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do yes. it. Okay. All right. This, this is a gift for anybody who's stuck out this long. Okay. So, in Australia, if you don't know. Um, the two biggest supermarket chains are Coles and Woolworths, uh-huh. and they both have deals with petrol companies or gasoline companies that you'll get four cents off per liter if mm-hmm. you, you know, spend over a certain amount in their store. So I always have that, you know, four cent docket that uh, you go to the super, you go to the petrol station with. So I fill up my tank, and uh, before Shannon and I started sharing money, I would always pay in cash because I always got cash with me. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would fill it up to like fifty two dollars and twelve cents or whatever. I would work out exactly what it was. Oh, Jesus so when the four cents came off, it would be exactly fifty dollars. Right, that's pretty autistic as it is. Yeah. Right. So I'm do I do that in my head when I'm at the pump. I'm just like, all right, I've you know I'm currently saving a dollar seventy. I'm currently saving a dollar seventy six. You're actually like a walking fucking calculator. Yes. <laughs> so it gets to like you know fifty one dollars and seventy four cents, and I'm like, all right, that's my discount. That's fifty dollars. No one ever ever would comment on it. I'd go into the store and I'd go, here's a docket. They'd scan it and they'd go fifty one. Ah. Oh, $50. And then I'd hand him a $50 note and I'd walk off. No one would ever, ever mention it. They just huh? thought it was a coincidence every time. <laughs> or just, you know, not thinking because they're, you know, whatever. Because they're just on, they're on autopilot yeah, doing true, their job, true. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Coming. <laughs> Brad's dying here. Right. Um, so, one time I'm driving um, back to Geelong from Melbourne and I stop in in the uh, Little River petrol station, the BP there. Mm-hmm. No. It wasn't. It mustn't have been the BP because it's not four cents later. No, I was on the way to Wangaratta to see Shannon. Um, anyway, it doesn't, <laughs> matter. A good doesn't matter where I was. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter where I was. You're up. I was at a I was at a shell and I set it out. <laughs> fucking fifty whatever dollars. Mm-hmm. I went in there. I had the docket in hand, and on my way up to the counter, I was thinking in my head. I was thinking about stuff, and I got to the counter. I handed the lady the thing. She scanned it. And she was like, oh, that's, uh, you know, $51. Oh, oh, it's $50. 
oh, you meant that, didn't you? <laughs> oh. She was like, oh. And then uh, I didn't get to enjoy this moment because I wasn't relaxed. Because while I was waiting in line, I thought, I don't call middle-aged women love. Oh, I'm no. going to call this middle-aged woman love oh, and no. see if it sounds natural. <laughs> <laughs> you were not. So when she get, when she said that, I was like, "Thanks, love." Oh. And she was like, "You have a good you have a good day." Good and I was God. like, oh. <laughs> "So I didn't I didn't get to enjoy the moment because I was uh, first time first time that anyone noticed that I didn't get to enjoy it." Oh man, because I was I was having a pre conversation in my head. Fucking hell, <laughs> Morgs! I want to thank you for uh, being so vulnerable with us sharing that story but fuck so me standing, i don't know i don't know why i'm friends with you man you're, you're, you're standing in line and you're trying to run protocol love.exe <laughs> and as soon as she talks to you it just it all just goes pear-shaped and you just did you just make like a squeak and then just walk out because i made a- no no what, what happened was i just i'd had that loaded up mm. and whatever she said i was gonna say back thanks love so she said that and i was just like thanks love so uh, she could have called you a then, cut face and you still would have said thanks, love. Basically. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, you know, I didn't really get to enjoy that. And I kind of had a stupid smile on my face, but I didn't get to go like, <laughs> oh, you know. You should have gone, uh, <laughs> gone back in, lined up again and gone, yes, I did mean that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, she was so impressed. She loved it. Mm. Oh, Fuck man. it up. Well, All right. I think that, that's a good note to end the Yeah, that's it. That's the episode. That's the season. Uh. Well done, boys. Uh, well done to our listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us through 30, well, 31, 32, if you count the animal attacks as separate episodes. Episodes. Um, we really, really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Um, please keep listening. Please come back. When we come back, please keep listening to us then. Because like I said before, we do genuinely enjoy making this and we really hope that you guys enjoy listening to it. Tell your friends to listen. Um, tell your friends to listen. And we'd like you to get involved. You know, get in touch. Jump on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. Send us a message. Just tell us what's going on. Tell us if you liked an episode or tell us if you didn't like it. We're, we're, not, we're not the kind of people who are too, uh, too... I don't know what the word is. We don't ha- our, our egos aren't so huge that we can't accept criticism. I, particularly on the audio quality of the podcast, am more than happy to receive constructive feedback because... I feel like people just tell me it's good to uh, make me feel good, but I, you know, I, I notice a lot of imperfections there, and I, I don't know if other people hear. But yeah, you're anyway, a superhero. If we want to hit those Joe Rogan numbers, we're yeah, going to be clean right. and crisp. That's not. Yeah, that's beside the point. Please, yeah, hit us up on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send us an email. Jump on our subreddit. I'm on there every day. Um, you know, these other guys maybe look at it. I don't know, I don't know what their internet browsing habits are. I don't want to know because. If it's not yeah, a Japanese sure actress, disgusting, so. disgusting <laughs> shit. <laughs> kind of shit you need to open an incognito tab for. Um, <laughs> I'm, but I am not ashamed. No incognito <laughs> here, mate. Uh, please, if you'd like to support us, head over to PayPal.me/slash Brad is a bad person. That's really going to help us out, especially coming into a new season. We can, you know, if we got money rolling in, we could do some fucking weird shit with this show, man. Um, oh yeah. If you don't want to do that, just head over to our iTunes page instead. Leave us a review. Uh, rate us five stars if you could, please. Um, and 
again, thank you, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, and yeah, uh, just come back to us in season four. We'll be back early 2020. Uh, you can fucking count on that. Take that to the bank. I think that was an appropriately desperate way to end the season. But excellent. <laughs> it's not desperate. It's genuine. Yeah, see you next year, guys. <laughs>